Segunda Show. Hi, I'm Tig Notaro from Premium Blend nine years ago, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. One, two, three, four. Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. We're in the studio tempting fate. Wherever you are, putting questions to the songs which we will randomly select here with the help of our friend, Synchronicity. And now it's time for Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. It's the Radio 8 Ball Show. And welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I am your host, Andras Jones, here in the studio with Mary Kobayashi of the band Bad and Bad. Hello. And she is inviting friends and collaborators and I guess basically just people she meets on Twitter to be her guests on the show. And now we're joined by someone who you will know from the excellent, excellent series, Baskets. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Martha Kelly. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> it's great that you are able to be on our show. How do you know Mary? Um, I believe that we became friends on Twitter. <laughs> I think that's how we... <laughs> that's where our friendship um, was born yeah. and has um, blossomed. blossomed. I hope that's not overstating it, Mary. No, not at all. Uh, they were joking that I only know people because of Twitter, and it's not a joke. So, yeah, and you actually asked a question crazy. about that when you were on the show with Abby Weems. You asked what would happen if you got off, if you just quit social media entirely. Yeah, I said, should I quit social media? And the question, the answer basically said yes, and I didn't. So, <laughs> but uh, thank goodness you didn't, or we'd have no guests. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but you were saying you met on Twitter. Was what was there something particular she, that Mary said that made you say, oh, we should be pals? I don't remember um, the exact beginning. I just remember thinking she was really funny and following her on Twitter. And then we um, direct messaged a few times. And um, it was it's always a delight when someone you think is really funny is also very nice. <laughs> and that, so um, I think that's... Yeah, I think that's how, how it happened. Yeah. Um, actually, Martha's being very nice because the first message we had was after I had a heart attack that she followed me because I think Baskets <laughs> is the best show now. Like, it's so good. I think Martha is brilliantly funny on it. She makes me cry laughing just saying mm. anything. So I, I wrote her... I fanned out, right? It doesn't happen often, but I was like, oh, my God, you're so brilliant and hilarious and wonderful. And um, she's also the nicest person, and we both love cats. <laughs> well, I felt the same way, like, could not believe, because, like, Mary is super funny, but also young and very cool, and so I was very... um um like surprised and nervous that we started DMing, as as they call it, or do they call it that? I don't even know because I'm not young. They do call it that. This is the best day of my life. I, you know, <laughs> I, I, 
I, I noticed that we we were born in the same year, and so I have the same feeling about having Mary on my show. Like, I'm amazed uh, that whenever, you know, whenever young hip people think that what I'm doing is worth being involved in, so I can relate to what you're saying, Martha, 100. Um, percent Yeah, Ooh, you guys are the same age. <laughs> well, yes, approximately. We had cool. we, we're having all kinds of uh, age. Cool. I'm having all kinds of birthday alignments here. Our last guest, Michael Ian Black, turns out we were bo both born on August 12th, and but in wow. different years. And you and I were both born in 1968. A, a tumultuous year. Edit that in. out. What? Years are bad. I don't, yeah. I I'm don't sorry. Know. I didn't. I was outing myself. But since we were, if you want me to cut it out, I will. I uh, was kidding. Oh, okay. I I never know what. Or was I? <laughs> um, <wait>, Mary is <laughs> making me nervous about everything. Like one, she had one guest who started talking about lingerie, and the next thing I know, I'm getting called a perv for <laughs> joining in the conversation. Not by me, no. <laughs> yes, you did. Mm -mm. You said every guy in the. I was one of the guys in the room. You were saying anyway. I'm not going to refer back to this other oh, episode. I, all I said was none of the guys in the room would make eye contact with me or move after the guest and I started talking about lingerie. Anyway. Well, now we're talking about your lingerie again. It wasn't mine. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have any thoughts on on lingerie, Martha? Um, I'm so sorry. I mean, it's pretty. I think it's pretty. I think the um, I don't. I assume I don't know if this is how all women feel, but I assume that you only wear the really fancy, really pretty lingerie for someone else to see and if you're not if no one's gonna see your underwear i feel like just cotton everything is the most comfortable thing but that's not what like there are no lingerie ads or commercials for regular cotton undergarments that don't have any flowers or lace on them mm. but yeah that's i don't know if that answers your question yeah, I feel like this is a topic that every every answer is going to lead me to more questions. But uh, we can we don't. Uh, it's going to sound like I'm obsessed with lingerie. So let's let's move on to talking about. Have you seen Bad in Bed? Speaking of lingerie, oh, god damn. Um, that's my band. She hasn't seen us. Oh, well, that's this. So this is going to be your first experience with uh, with Bad in Bed here, or the the music of Bad in Bed. Yes. Oh. <laughs> It's exciting. Mine, it's, it's right. mine too. I, I, sorry. No, go on. I just was gonna say I thought I love the name of the band. <laughs> it's really funny. It is. Um, and uh, there was one other thing I was going to ask, but why don't we just get to your question? That'll, we'll, I'm sure it'll spur copious conversation. It might spur a lot of discomfort, and I'm sorry already that I'm asking it, but I haven't. I didn't think of another one. I love um, it. Can I can I ask a two part question, or does it have to be just a straight one item question? No, we can ask her. We can answer multiple questions at once. Okay. This is. I'm sure I'm going to regret it, but. <laughs> Yay. My question for the oracle is, will I ever work up 
the nerve to try online dating, and if I do, will it be have turned out to have been a good idea or a total nightmare? I love this question. This is a great question. Okay, well. Should you? Will you ever? The question is for Martha Kelly: Is will she ever work up the nerve to try online dating? And if you do, will it go well? Is that basic? That's the question, right? Yeah. Will it? Will it be a good thing or a bad thing? Got it. Okay. And now to engage the pop oracle on your behalf, I'm going to spin the wheel of eight. Na 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 na. We love it. And it's song number seven, which is something. The song oh, Something from Mary Kobayashi of Bad in Bed, accompanied by Jeremy Aram. Arambulo. Arambulo. You're going to sing backups with me on this, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to hopefully remember the chords. Jeremy's such a good friend. I would die without him. Okay. Uh, ready? Yeah. I don't know if I am, but let's see. One, two, one, two, three, four. I just can't wait for the part of the date. You set me free I need you in me Cause I know you want to Tear me in two I just can't let me let you Of course You know you got something I
That was... Something. Something from Mary Kobayashi of Bad and Bed is the answer to Martha's question. Should she try online date? Will she ever get the nerve to try online dating? And if so, will it be a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, were you able to hear that? Okay. I just, I just uh, want to say it's very upsetting how much I like Mary's music because <laughs> I already was intimidated by her. Yay! So. <laughs> Well, um, well, Mary, do you want to tell us a little bit about the background of that song before yeah. we get into the interpretation? Um, the first lyrics of that song are, I just can't wait for the part of the date. Yeah, I thought that was amazing. <laughs> okay. And then I'm going to hand you back to you. Oh. Okay. Uh, that, oh God, what, I should have thought about this before, but all my songs are about nothing. It's like, um, like, you know, you get annoyed about one thing for 10 seconds and then you pretend like it's a whole song um it's you know a, a mosaic or what's the, what's the word collage of different annoyances so i don't know what that was about it's kind of about dating actually so i think it's just a solid yes you should be dating i, I just think it's a hundred percent yes in my opinion what do you think um it's a little I mean, for sure, I would have probably felt bad if it was like, the answer is no, <laughs> don't ever try. <laughs> but sure. it's still terrifying. But um, it's nice that um, the magic, um, the Oracle 8-Ball uh, isn't being encouraging. That's nice. Very, very encouraging. Yeah, yeah. So what have you... Do you have any experience with with online dating? No, and I know a lot of people who've done it, and they they all have the kind of same experience, which is going through a bunch of dates that weren't um, what they wanted it to be and almost quitting and then just deciding to tough it out and then meeting someone they really care about. Um I think that's probably the most common online dating experience, but I don't even know how to create a, what I would even say in a profile. So I'm not, I'm not even close to. I mean, obviously, it it's fate that you're doing this podcast and it landed on that song because I should help you write it, <laughs> Sex in the City style. Where do you live again, though? You live in Arizona. Uh, in Austin, Texas. Yeah, that's the same. No. Um, <laughs> dating how is is dating there good um i don't know because the only person i've dated here is an an ex-boyfriend from before i quit drinking who i periodically um he's really a sweet person so i don't this isn't like a i don't mean this to be a downer but i don't know what it's like otherwise like I really don't know. It's mm. very scary to do it anywhere, yeah. I think, is scary. Yeah. Um, I would, you know, I guess I would think, and I think probably a lot of people who, who are listening to this would think, you know, online dating is for people who aren't on hit television shows. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would well, imagine you would have a pretty large dating pool of people like coming up to you and saying, hey, you're fantastic. 
and you get to say, oh, <laughs> do I think you're fantastic too or not? You get to use that, yeah. that star privilege, uh, you know? Well, there, I want to see you without sorry, that cast. <laughs> there are a few holes in your in your hypothesis. Yeah. One of them is um, very questionable whether or not Baskets is an actual hit TV show. Um, I love it, and I there are definitely other people who watch it and love it. But I I think you couldn't that wouldn't hold up in court if I tried <laughs> to say it's a hit TV show. Um, and then also, um, I would feel like a creep if someone approached me because they liked the show, and then I was like, oh, maybe I can turn this into a boyfriend situation. <laughs> I just feel like it would, <laughs> would be exploitive and also weird. I don't know. It just it seems like it'd be more um i don't know though i've never tried online day i was such a good person um it's also you wouldn't know if they really like you or they just love terrible dresses with on someone (laughs) with a face broken (laughs) on if i had a tenth of your fame i would wear a t-shirt with my face on it always (laughs) anyway i don't (laughs) i don't think that i am where you think I am in that regard. <laughs> Lies. Um, oh, my God. But it's very nice. But You're amazing. I don't. Well, I mean, half the days that I drive onto the basket set, security tries to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> You're the main female lead. <laughs> but that supports my... My case, it is not a hit show, <laughs> and I am not famous. <laughs> well, it's not a hit show, and you're not famous with the security at the play, at the set. But you, know, but out here in the world, it's maybe different. And also, you, you know, mm-hmm. I, I know, you know, I, I, I know you just think this is probably just this like rinky-dink little podcast. But we have at least twenty listeners who now know that you're available and looking to date. <laughs> So you're you're already well, this is a kind of it's a weird kind of online dating going on podcasts and making and letting people know but it is it is it is online and this is this kind of functions as your as a kind of profile you know you're a humble well, TV star who doesn't even know how doesn't humble. know how great she is All, that's already yeah if I was in Austin well, we'd go out, we'd go out we'd have a drink me first well, oh, okay um, so fine I'll date you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think this is a rinky dink podcast, but it is it is a nice twenty people is a good dipping a toe in the um pretending that this discussion has become a profile a dating profile. Is that that's a yeah. safe testing ground. Um Definitely. But I'm sure you have more than more than twenty listeners. But yeah. Not anymore. Not once they finish hearing my segment. They'll be tearing up their subscription. You're so self-deprecating. It's so good. And and she also thinks that the pay, the subscriptions are on paper. Yeah, I think that too. They should be. They should. Yes, all online subscriptions should be on paper. Yeah. Screw those trees. Yeah. Um, and so you're you live in Austin, but they don't shoot the show in Austin. 
No, we shoot it around the valley of, in L.A. Like, a lot of it is in, like, Santa Clarita and um, uh, some of it's, like, Van Nuys. And then sometimes we go, like, when there's a ranch, like, the day we went to the, or the episode where we went to the ranch, it was way out in um, a place called Agua Dulce, which is, like, uh, I don't know, like an hour, hour and a half outside of L.A. Mm. Um, but it's fun because we always, I grew up out there and I've seen parts of the area that I never had seen before. And that's really one of the fun things about it. Austin always just is like, it's one of those cities that I think people sort of, I don't know, uh, I don't know, put on a, in this sort of special rarefied place of like, oh, that's, that is one of the coolest places in the in yeah. in America to live, it seems like. For sure. Do you feel like that about your town? Um, I don't know that I would never leave because I seem to always, um, at some point, want to think it's a good idea to move somewhere. Um which is not that great of a of a lifestyle. So I don't feel like I'm sure I'll never leave here, but I definitely feel more at home in Austin than any place I've been. And part of it is, I think, because my mom was from Texas, and so we would go to Texas every summer, and so it feels like, in that way, home, you know, can I ask you a kind of a weird question? I I I'm looking at uh, I, I'm, I'm looking at your Wikipedia, and it's there's a show uh, when Tignataro was on the show. She gave me a bumper for the show, and she says, "Hi, I'm Tignataro from Premium Blam nine years ago," and I was like, and I've always heard I've always thought that was just an obscure thing. I don't know what Premium Blend is, but it turns see it looks like you have also done Premium Blend. Oh, what snap. Is, what was Premium Blend? It was a um, stand-up show on Comedy Central back in the... I think it started in the mid to late 90s and went through, like, 2003 or four, maybe. Um, I did it, I think, 2000, hmm, 2002. And it was just a stand-up show, so it would be, like, maybe four or five half an hour show and like four comics and a, usually a kind of a famous host, a stand-up who is famous would host the episodes. And then um, most of the people that came out and did sets on the show were like not famous, you know, so. Uh, so like up and coming comedians, like a. Um, well, Certainly, that's what I hoped I was at the time. It, it didn't necessarily pan out, but that I think that was the idea of the show. And it was really fun. Like, they, Comedy Central would always get, like, they still do. They get the best audiences for anything that they tape. So it was super fun. But then they stopped doing it, and for a while they did Live at Gotham. And then I don't know if they have a show right now, a stand-up show like that. I'm not sure. Well, it obviously worked out well for you and for Tig. So two up-and-coming comedians came out of that that have hit TV shows. 
Um, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep. TV ha- show. I'm gonna keep hammering away at that one. It is a hit TV show. Yeah. Well, everyone I know who's like into comedy watches that. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you can convince millions of people that it's a hit show, so they you trick them into watching it, then I say God bless you. You know, but I, I, a lot of my friends are the kind of people who download stuff illegally. So you don't know how many people are seeing it that are you know on the dark web. Yeah, you guys are huge well, on the dark web. It is all. I don't really. I a friend of mine has told me about basically you can illegally stream stuff including movies that are still in the theater yeah um but is that part of the dark web like do you have to go whatever i still don't exactly know what the dark web is except they have like human trafficking and stuff so if you want to stream movies do you have to go into the realm of human traffickers? Is it all in one place? This is what your first date is going to be. Your first date after online dating (laughs) is going to be a guy takes you to a movie with a camcorder and he just films the screen the whole time. And then you guys, you know, make small talk while he uploads it to the dark web. (laughs) And Um, then then he's going to talk to me about human trafficking? No, you'll bring it up. Oh, and, okay. And he'll um, try to change the subject, but that won't work. So, yeah. I think that you should definitely well, make an online profile. I want to help because I just, I just have a feeling that you're going to say the most self-deprecating things first, which is very charming. But I think you're beautiful, brilliant, long hair, and one of my favorite va, va, voices. Boom. One of my favorite voices. Yes. Very feminine, beautiful voice. Um, Mary, you're the best. Uh, yeah, I want to help write the profile. I well, first of all, I absolutely would love to have your help. But second of all, I think it would be a funny experiment to create a dating profile that just said, "I am beautiful and brilliant. (laughs) Come and get it." (laughs) That would rock, actually. I, I think that would work. Do you mind if I steal that for mine? <laughs> no, you absolutely. See, that's like the funniest. Please put that. That's great. Are you, so are you, do you do online dating, Mary? No. Not, I mean, yes, but I don't want anyone to know that. <laughs> so, no, I will not talk about that. Oh, well, come now, see. Oh. Okay, well, okay. Okay. So I had this app for... A short while, and my bio, which I thought was clever, but it's not as good as Martha's idea was. I'm basically a serial killer, and people seem to like that. And then my friend Nat, her bio was cool too. It was uh, what was it? Um, I'm independent, and my friends are protective. Good luck. So, yeah, I don't know. There was no point to That's me telling terrifying. you that. That's terrifying. She's terrifying. Yes. Yeah. I like it. I um. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't think I would do an app though. I think that my generation of some people my age would more likely be on like Match.com or eHarmony. Although that one is like I think Christian, and I would probably <laughs> get booted. But um, yeah, I don't. I don't think there are a lot of people my age on Tinder. I could be. 
<laughs> no one should be well, on Tinder it, anyway. Well, it's it's like people in their twenties and maybe early thirties, I think. And people who are like, DM me for mushrooms, <laughs> or I have Adderall. It's basically just drug really? dealers now. Yeah. I wish that that had been around before I got sober. <laughs> Thank God it wasn't. <laughs> um, wow, that's pretty. Well, that's good. But it's at least it's providing a service. It's not a dating service. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I I I hope we we got you. We we gave you some food for thought. Grounds for further research, so maybe some inspiration. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. We have someone here. You know, Mary wants to wants to write wants to help you out with your dating profile. Badly, which, which, yes. I mean, she she Please. badly wants to. She doesn't want to do it badly. Let's be clear yeah. about it. Yes, yes. you're not. <laughs> yes, and uh, uh-huh. and I'm just you know I'm 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 super psyched that you that you were that you joined us for this pop oracle yeah. session. And well, I was very excited to be invited to do it, and I appreciate it. Yeah, and uh, if you, uh, you know, this will come out in a few weeks, and, and then these are evergreen. They'll be up forever. So when you, if you decide to do online dating, when you have a great experience with it, or if you have a, an interesting experience with it, share, feel free to share it with us, and we'll post it in, and we'll just keep the conversation going. The synchronicity never ends. I like it, and uh, I'm going to DM Mary about whenever I'm ready to actually create a profile. Yay, not if I don't DM you first <laughs> in half an hour. Martha, you're the nicest person on the planet. I love you. Um, I love I really you, do. and I'm so excited I got to meet you, voice meet you, and yeah. hear your music and be on the podcast. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher, and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Show. It's a good show! <laughs> <laughs>